<laughs> what is up? Welcome to the Couple on Fire podcast. Christy's making fun of me because I wrote Peaky's share, okay? I accidentally made a typo. It's supposed to say please, and I'm pretty sure everybody's going to know that, okay? So excuse my fast, fast typing skills that are actually pretty bad. Not, so. I accidentally made a typo. It's always, like... Just I don't do it, always do it on purpose, just though. Just reread it before you hit enter. I didn't have time. I had like 10 seconds before we went live. Okay, I'm sorry. I can take time right now and go fix the problem, which I can't fix it. So, Anyway, welcome to the show. We're late today, if you didn't notice, because I was trying to correct all of my spelling mistakes. Oh my gosh, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, so today is season three, episode seven, and the topic is why attend a marriage conference, and that's coming out. Right now? things we're super excited about saturday and katie you're rude okay. <laughs> i know it's please i know it's with an l i got it okay i got it I right before we went on i'm like you put pickies <laughs> <Pickies. laughs> <laughs> listen you don't have that much time okay there's only like one seat left and you have to pick it that's today. a lie <laughs> okay you all need to buy some seats. Buy some seats. Perfectlyblendedevent.com. We are so excited. We actually just had an awesome opportunity to go and do an interview with Family Life Radio on their Facebook group. And it was so fun and awesome. That's so, why we're late. That's why we're, yes, that's why we are 30 minutes late. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was getting a lesson on how to spell. And also we did an interview. So it was awesome. It was fun. Speaking of spelling mistakes, Josh. Yeah, I know. Right. See, it's funny because today I was working on the slides. Okay, I was working on the slides today for uh, this coming weekend, right, for our presentation, and good old Sam sitting there, and we're doing, working on some lights and stuff like this, and he was like, okay, well, this needs a letter here, and this needs to be fixed here. I'm like, oh, thank you for somebody looking over my stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you, Sam. Look at the shirts, right? <laughs> Try and get them in the screen. Anyway, perfectly so, blended 2021. And our what? friend made it. Um, she owns her own business, Sassy's Wild and Grace. She's the one that made these t-shirts for all of our volunteers that are going to be at the event. So all the volunteers are going to have these. That's right. So when you come to the event and you see somebody wearing this shirt, you know that they're a volunteer and they have all the information. All the answers. They know everything. All of the everything. They know it all. We will not have these shirts on. So which don't means, come to us. Which means we know nothing. <laughs> we know zero things. And so, yeah. And apparently spelling is not Josh's strong suit. So, oh my gosh. Anyway, so welcome to today's show. We are excited. Today we get to talk about the very thing that we're getting ready to do on Saturday. And it's really about how important it is to go to a marriage conference, right? So that's what we want to talk about. Because today. we're doing a marriage conference. Yes. Yeah. And we've been to marriage conferences. We've, yeah. we've done it. Like, and there's so many awesome reasons why you should make sure that you take an opportunity, blended family or not blended family. If you are married, it's so important. You can't be yawning. I'm sorry. No, that's unacceptable. <laughs> I have to spell words right. You can't yawn. I know. I really tried to hold it in. <laughs> you were trying to hold it in. I'm like. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyway. So it's important that you get to a marriage conference. Okay. So it's super important. So we just want to throw out some ideas, right? Some things that we believe are really, really important reasons why you should 
attend a marriage conference. And number there's one, a lot of opportunities. April 10th. That, that's the number one reason. Yeah. Number one reason is just show up. Show right? up. Yeah. So anyway, so for our event that's coming up this week is about blended families, but really the important thing is about couples of blended families. So that's really what we want to focus on because we know that the change in your family starts with each other. Christy and I had to learn that along the way. You know, we've failed a lot in a lot of ways in our own marriage uh, in the beginning, especially with blended family stuff, but we figured a lot of things out. Not everything, right? We're still trying to work on it. Uh, but we have figured a lot of things out along the way and we found, you know, there's so many things that if you really put and pour yourself into them and make them important that you can find so much success because our goal, and we just said this on this interview, you know, one of the goals is to make sure that our kids don't make the same mistakes we did, right? So Christy and I have been divorced and we absolutely do not agree or believe in divorce. It has happened in our past lives, but we want to make sure that we honor God now where we are in our lives. And we want to make sure that our children go on and have healthy marriages and families. So mm -hmm. they don't have to experience all the pain that we've had to experience. So it's important that we focus on what God has given you at hand and that's your marriage and your family. So that's why I want to talk about it today. Well, yeah. And, um, you think about, it is hard, you know, sharing your kids for birthdays and holidays and things like that. And, you know, they, your kids don't want to have to go back and forth, but if you are already blended, God can still bless your marriage. If you put him at the center of it and, um, Jay and Laura are going to be there. They're going to be doing their things about marriage in general, nuclear marriages, um, blended marriages, breakout groups, breakout groups. Yeah. And then Josh and I are going to be doing things specifically, um, for, you know, geared towards blended families, yep. but blended families could be someone that's widowed and remarried. It could, and then remarried someone that's had a divorce. It could be two people that are widowed, widowers. Um, it is people that have adopted, you know, it's all blended families do have little caveats to each of it's like a fingerprint, you know, every human has their own fingerprint. Every marriage has their own fingerprint. And then blended families can bring so many different dynamics into the picture when that happens. So once you are remarried, putting God at the center of it and really having biblical principles and a community of people around you that can understand you is very important. Boy, howdy. You said that. So Boy, well. howdy. Boy, howdy. Okay. So for the first thing, right, why is it important that you attend a marriage conference. The first thing is flat out to learn new strategies. Yes. And my, everybody learns differently. So you're going to, every person, when it says learn, when someone says learn new strategies, what does that mean? Like some people, I learn new strategies by being around community of people. So I like to sit and talk with people. I like to say, Hey, these are things that we've done in our marriage, in our life. What is something that you've done in your marriage, in your life? Other people learn by listening to someone maybe that's done some research or use biblical principles. And then they put that, they put that out and they create an event around that, or they create content around that. So that's the beautiful thing about, um, marriage conferences is everyone wants to learn new strategies and everyone learns new strategies differently. Yeah. And I really personally learn being around other community of people so that I can talk to and I can brainstorm with and, and throw mud at the wall with. Yeah, see, and you and I are a little different on that. So I really like um, practical things, right? I like, you know, step one, step two, step three, point one, point two, point three. I like stuff like that. So, and that's the beautiful thing about going to a conference is you get strategies differently. Like Christy's mm -hmm. saying, you get, you know, and if you have good presenters, mm -hmm. 
uh, you know, they'll give you both of those. They'll give you theory and they'll give you examples and they'll give you opportunities to be able to talk with other people. But at the same time, they'll give you practical things that you can leave with and say, hey, you know what? When I get home tonight, you know, I can try putting this into play into my own personal life. It's a new strategy. Maybe it's something you've never thought of before. And I think that's what makes it so exciting is we get to go and we get to be humble, right? Because we don't know everything. Our yeah. marriages are never perfect, you know, but uh, they're always a work in progress. And it's like, you know, if I can go to a marriage conference, maybe we will, we will go to a conference that we're like, you know what? I didn't get a whole lot out of this conference, but you go to another one, you know, and the next one you can be like, oh my goodness, I got so much out of this one because, you know, they said and a, a bunch of things that now strategically you can put into play into your own marriage and your own family. So it's important that we go because we need to learn new strategies, how to do things differently, how to speak to our spouses differently, you know, because there's always something that we don't know. Oh. Yeah. And I really like when it is time to sit down and listen to someone having a booklet or something so I can sit and take notes or even doodle because believe it or not, I'm, I can listen when I'm doodling. It's true. If I'm just sitting there doing nothing and I know, um, the, the listener, the people that can audible listeners, audible learners, they can sit there and literally just, and absorb everything the speaker is saying. I cannot do that. That's me. My brain zones out. And the next thing you know, I'm, I've zoned out for a good 10 or 15 minutes and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I missed everything they just said. I've been thinking about what we need to do this weekend and all this other stuff and didn't hear anything. But if I'm writing things down, it like imprints in my brain or something. Yeah. And so we created a workbook for ours because we tried to pick up things that's worked at other conferences for us. We're like, you know what? We want to make sure that we apply this to the conference that we're having. So, you know, the one day event that we're having, it's like, you know, we got to make sure, like Christy says, you know, like I need something I can write in, even though Josh doesn't, I'm like, okay, well, if it's important to her, like we need to make sure we put the time and energy into doing this because there's other people just like you yeah, that learn the way that you do yeah, and you can write out, write it all down. And for guys like me, like we have it to where when you buy your ticket for the event, you get the recordings afterwards. I like that. Like I want to go back through and re-listen you know, to everything because that's the way that I learn. So it's, it's important that when we learn strategies, we make sure that the, the conferences that we're going to, it's feeding us in the ways that help us learn. Aubrey says, I like to doodle too. I can pay attention more. And I think that does work for you. I watch you do it all the time when you're on the phone, mm-hmm. all the time when you're in a conversation, yeah. you doodle like crazy. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. do it church though. Like when we're at church on Sundays, like she always says, because she usually is up on doing worship. And so she'll come back to her seat and she's like, did you get me a bulletin? Because our pastor does notes. He does notes every single week. And when I don't remember it, she's like, ugh. Right? But even then, she takes notes, but she also doodles while she's taking notes. And it really helps her pay attention, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And it's different for everybody. So I want to put this on here because it's true. What'd she say? She goes, I agree with Christy. I like to write and doodle too while listening. Yeah. And Mm. maybe it's just a woman thing. No, I don't know. Maybe guys do it too. I don't know. But for me, I just really am good visual learner and audible learner. Because you watched that one. We got to get that video, that video that someone told us about. I don't remember who it was. Was it Jay? He said, have you seen the skit of the guy? And it shows like, this is a guy's brain, you know, and it shows like boxes or something. I don't even know. And then it shows, this is a woman's brain. And it shows like all these noodles and strings and all this stuff all wrapped up like this. Yeah. It's like, that's why we need something to be like, shut it all off for a minute. I'm trying to pay attention to one thing. So I have to be doing something so I can listen to something else. Yeah, Yeah. Because guys are so one track minded. We're so run one track. Yeah, it's so funny. She goes, I have to doodle or I can't focus. That's what Sarah says. She's like, yeah, I know. Like, seriously, 
She goes, so anytime pastor or you are speaking, I probably look like I am not paying attention, but I am. Sarah, yeah. it's so funny, right? So when I am up speaking, it's really hard on me because I have to like not pay attention to people that aren't looking because I'm like, okay, I'm boring them or I'm not saying something engaging. And that's just not true. Like she, like I always ask her, like after I'm done speaking, I always say like, how'd I do? And she goes, you did great. And I'm like, you weren't even paying attention. And she was like, oh, I was paying attention. So it's really funny. That's so true. Yeah, like you just never know if that's what's going on or not. You don't. Yeah, everybody learns strategies difference. Okay, for the second thing, number two is to make sure that you have an opportunity to connect with your spouse and others. Yes. Men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti. It's a book. It's right. Oh, that's great. I'm going to put that on the screen. And I like spaghetti. Spaghetti. Um, so to connect with your spouse, I wish we had that video that we could play right now that we Which did one? when we were at Celebrate Your Marriage. Because that oh. was our main little video that we did yeah. while we were there. It is to connect with your spouse. You have to come spouse. to the event to see it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say that. Um, it is to connect with your spouse. You, you know, Josh and I, you know, people will get in their minds all the time to start. And I, some of it I do think is the devil that he whispers little things in our ears to make us lower the bar on certain things. But when you start thinking about your marriage, you know, all of a sudden you'll start thinking like we, we live together, we go to bed every night together and we turn the TV on, you know, that you like we're together all the time, which isn't true. You're not present with one another. So going and connecting with your spouse being able to joke and laugh and then connect with other people while you're there, get outside of your comfort zone, get outside of your little um, bubble. community bubble yeah. that you have and get out and make new connections with people. It actually expands your um, brain power and renews creative focus and really energizes you to be able to connect with your spouse even more. Because you're, you're on, in a new playing field, you know? And so you're getting like, what is all the endorphins and stuff in your brain going? Getting your brain juicy. Yeah. Getting <laughs> all the thought juices going. Well, I think it's important too. It's easy for us to get caught up, especially if you have school aged children at home, your focus becomes only on them. It just does. That's just especially how Especially when they're all online. <laughs> right. And so you're really not connecting with your spouse at all. And we want to give ourselves excuses like, oh, I really can't. I can't. No, you have to change your can't into I need. Like I need to get away to be able to have an opportunity to connect with my spouse. And men, I'm specifically talking to you. Like your wife needs things like this. It really, 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 really does. And you need things like this too. Yeah. No, for sure. Like <laughs> we do. We're stubborn though. We're men. We don't think that we need things like that. And we actually do. We need that alone time. We need that special time. Yeah, because I mean, then it leads to other things it, that men does need. Right. Exactly right. And it's important, okay, men, to pour into your wife because she'll pour on to you. So it's, <laughs> it's a good thing, right? So Aubrey shared the link to the book. Thank you so much for doing that, Aubrey. Yeah. I'll put it on the screen. So if anybody wants to type that out real fast, no, I'm kidding. You can click on it. Uh, what did she say? I think this has the brain example that Christy mentioned. Okay. The book. Awesome. So Josh and I used to call that thing that we were talking about that men would get out of this to coloring. So we could always just refer to it as coloring. Yeah. You can get your crayons out and get the coloring folks. Like <laughs> that's what we do. Right. <sighs> Men. So make sure that you do that. Right. So it gives you an opportunity to really connect with your spouse in a very special way. That's the one thing that I love about the marriage conference is it really gives you an opportunity and they, they almost like purposely force you to connect in a certain way that, which is really, really good. And if you can go to an overnight one, which we're going to um, go to the celebrate your marriage one on Mackinac, where that's in, in May. May, get in your May. tickets now, get your tickets now. And we're going to talk a little bit about it at the event as well, but it's important that you do that and you spend at least one night away. Like 
that's super intentional and it's hard to do, I understand, but it's so important for the connection um, thing. We always, we are always glad we do it when we go away. It's just you and I, even yeah. if it's just for a night. It is. It's so important. All right. We we went to a bed and breakfast for our, our anniversary. anniversary Last year. And we just went one night and it was, nope. it was okay. amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was. That big old hot tub in there in the room was awesome. Okay. So number three, number three. Why go to a marriage conference to help deepen your relationship? So this is so like I joke around with Josh all the time and he can he can attest to this because um, every once in a while I'll all of a sudden get a bug up my butt and I'll just be like, we'll just be together and we're always sitting next to each other. But even maybe before we go on our podcast or something, I'll be like, pay attention to me. Just sit and listen to me. Talk to me. Usually before you go to sleep, <laughs> like one eye closed, you usually say it. whatever. <laughs> And then he'll look at me and be like, do you want me just to sit like this and just stare at you? And I'm like, yes, I do. I want you just to stare into my eyes longingly and tell me how much you love me all the time. And you can't live without me. You can't stop thinking about me, you know, type of thing. And that is important because women need emotional connection. Yeah. So there's a scene in Coneheads. I love that movie. Okay. <laughs> and they're, they're sleep. They sleep. If you guys haven't seen this movie. Okay. They're coneheads. They're aliens. And it's an 80s movie. <laughs> it's cute. But they sleep standing up. So they cut out things in the mattress and they actually back into the mattress and they sleep standing up. And one night she says, would you, um, if I died, would you remarry? And he's, they speak in their snarful language yeah, or whatever. Language. Yeah. But he's just like, I would die alone in a pile of my own feces in the corner of our my room cold and miserable and she looks at him and she's like oh you've made me so happy <laughs> and that is the way we think like if i die you are never going to be with anybody else nope i will die miserable and alone we're yeah. like yay <laughs> that's true <laughs> it's true so deepen that relationship okay and that's part of the deepening portion <laughs> of the relationship a lot of times guys will be like uh my wife likes to go to the movies okay and so what we do as men we're like I'm going to the movies because that's what my wife wants. Okay, that's not the same. Okay, it's not the same like I'm doing my husband duty. I'm going to the movies with my wife, right? That's surface level. Okay, guys, if you're just doing it and going through the motions, that's there's nothing deep about that. Right. And women know the difference. Are you cold? Yeah. <laughs> and there's and women know the difference. Okay, women know the difference. And men, we got to make sure that we're taking and really listening. And I've said I've said it on other podcasts before too about the way that we listen to our wives, we need to listen to learn and, and study them, right? Mm -hmm. So we can predict things. And that's really taking and deepening the relationship. And when you go to a marriage conference, you really get an opportunity where you can really pay attention to your, your spouse, husband and wife, right? Because everyday life, our jobs, our children, everything gets in the way. Even church, right? We get serving busy at church. We get, you know, all this stuff going on. And we really miss, we go through the, the motions really good. We get really good at it. And we miss the deepening portion of it. Like, okay, I'm listening to her, but how well am I listening to her, right? Or I'm paying attention to, pay, paying attention to him, but how well am I paying attention to him, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's why deepening it, you know, is so, so important is it's, it's planning deeper roots in your relationship. So. Well, part of it too is having fun, you know, and that is like to enjoy yourself, focus on your marriage. Um, and that a lot of times it's like, okay, if we, even, even if we want to go out on a date night, let's say here around here and go to the movies or something, we do 
get so caught up in just the details of it, just the box checking of it. It's like, okay, we want to go to the movies. Okay, so let's buy the tickets. We drive there. We walk into the movie. We watch the movie, and then we drive home. We're not intentional of our time with one another when we get together. And we really have to make sure that we're focusing and preparing our minds. You know, I heard Brendan Burchard say one time that, before, like before he walks in the door, when he gets home from work, he sits in his car for like five minutes and he talks to himself and he says, okay, I'm going in my house. I need to make prep my mind. I need to talk to myself to say, okay, I'm going to be in the house now. I need to decompress. I need to pay attention to the people that are in my home. I need to be purposeful about what I'm going to talk to them about. I need to listen to their day. And so it's like he has to talk himself through that. And I thought that was a really good strategy, which I haven't done in a long time. I used to be really good at it. But I drive home from work. A lot of times I'm still on the phone with someone from work, walking in the house, you know, waving at him kind of as I'm setting everything down, still finishing up a conversation, sitting down. And then I just start word vomiting all over him when I'm done about my day and everything that happened throughout the day. And after about an hour of talking, then I'm like, oh, by the way, how was your day? You know, type of thing, which he has gotten really good at. But you really need to enjoy yourself when you go out together and be purposeful and intentful about it and make it a a goal to make your spouse laugh again and Mm -hmm. really enjoy one another's company. Talk about, hey, why did you, why did we start dating? Or remember when we first started dating, what did you originally love about me? And what do you love about me still now? You know? Everything. 20 pounds heavier. This is more to love, folks. <laughs> let me tell you. You know, I really want to talk a little bit about the funny part, right? So I think this is kind of an important thing. And I know this kind of almost side saddles kind of what we're talking about. But, man, I think it's so important that when we are... 90% of women will tell you the most attractive thing about a man is a man that can make her laugh. Mm. Would you not agree with that? Yeah. But there's a difference between making a woman laugh and trying to be funny. And a lot of times men trying to be funny are they pick on people. They pick on their spouses. They say things that they think is being funny. There's a major difference in that. Do not pick at your family or friends or your wife to be funny. That's not funny. Like, it just isn't funny. Do do you agree? I don't think it's funny. No, it's not funny. It's not. It's funny when men do it to men. But when we're in, in a relationship, like women are looking for a man that has a good sense of humor. Yeah. And that's not a good sense of humor. Like you have to make sure that we're being fun, loving in a way that our our spouses think is fun and loving and caring. And I think that's when we talk about enjoying ourselves. It's not necessarily about all the things that I think is just fun and funny. Like I have to make sure that I'm engaging with my spouse and that we're doing things that are fun for us and enjoying each other. Well, it's, I it's also, important. I agree. <clears throat> and it's also like when you're going out and being per purposeful with one another. Um, it's okay to talk about what do you think that we need more of in our marriage? Like, do you think we need to schedule in more date nights? Do you think, um, we need to be more purposeful and go to bed together at the same time? Cause some couples don't do that. And we do, do you need to set a time? Um, do you think your schedules are so out of whack? So you need to schedule a day a week to sit down and make sure you guys are going over the schedule that's going on in your life. So Mm -hmm. you guys feel like you're on the same page. So that's also like really focusing on your marriage and being purposeful to reconnect in all aspects. So it's really important to think mentally, spiritually, Mm physically, to think about it holistically, your marriage on all levels and really 
talk to your spouse and say, you know, seriously, after all the fun and laughter's over on your drive home, you know, from the conference, what, like, what, why did we have such a good time? What, what's, what can we do on a weekly basis, on a daily basis to make sure that we keep this connection flowing? Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the points that we have on here is quality time and, And I think it's funny. So it's easy for couples that have been together for a long time can go to something like a marriage event, meet other people. And then that quality time becomes women hanging out with women and men hanging out with men, even at a marriage event. And that's not the intention. Like you have to be very, very purposeful. You've used that word a lot tonight. And I love that word because you have to be intentional and purposeful with your time. Like what is your core reason why you're trying to get away and spend the special day with your spouse? you know, uh, quality, you know, you want not, not necessarily quantity, right? It's not like we want to quit our job. Well, okay. We'd like to quit our jobs, right? We'd like that and be independently wealthy and live on beaches, but I say that all the time, but let's be honest, right? That's not possible. So it's not necessarily about the quantity of time. It's about the quality of the time that we spend together. So making sure that we're full on purposeful, you know, when you're away from your normal world, right? You're away from work, you're away from home, you're away from your children and family and friends, Now you can utilize like this conference, this marriage conference to really have quality time, special time to slow down. You know, Christy and I are very fast people, right? We talk fast, we act fast, we do things fast. And it's so nice when we get away, we can take walks, we can take Mm. our time, we get up extra early in the morning, we go out, you know, we're on a cruise and we're sitting out on the back deck before anybody's awake and we're enjoying the sunrise and drinking the coffee and just, you know, really slowing down and spending true quality time, like real quality time. Yeah. You know, and I am, it's like, it's so funny because even at my job, they did this, like, it's called a PI index thing. And, um, one, the guy that his name is Tony Paul, the leadership development director, when he was talking to me about mine, he's just like, you're just real fast. He's like, you're fast, 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 fast. And he's like, you're thinking like three, four, five, six steps ahead. And you talk fast and you do things fast and you have no patience and you expect it all to be done right now. And he's like, so it's really important to know that about yourself and then slow yourself down. Well, it's hard in your personal life even because he's fast. And so, and he's faster than me. I mean, he is, he's fast. So it's like, Okay, I try to slow myself down at work, but then I have to like amp up. I'm do you know, like I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready to walk in the house. I gotta be like, ooh, with all this stuff. I've been like holding myself back all day. Uh, matching you know? speed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what's awesome about um quality time with us is yeah. I started thinking the other day and I pray. It's so important to pray. Cause I find when I really slow myself down in the morning and I'm really praying about my marriage, praying about our life it slows me down. And then I can really hear the Holy spirit bring to my attention, something that I hadn't thought of in a while. Like, have you really told your husband how appreciative of you, of him you are, you know, about everything that he does, you know, our spouses, I do so many little things that he might not always realize. And he does so many little things that I might not always realize like the bathroom garbage cans. I'm the only one that takes those out. I don't expect anybody else to take them out. It's just a natural thing that I do. I see them full. Mm -hmm. I don't start thinking like Josh never takes out these garbage cans because what I want to think about is Josh takes out all the other garbage cans in the house. Okay. And there's a lot. I only take out the two bathroom ones, you know, 
And so when we really um, slow ourselves down and really start praying about our spouse, praying for our spouse, Mm. the Holy Spirit will bring up to our attention things that we, to remind us what we have to be thankful for, the things we need to maybe refocus on, the quality time that we do have to spend with one another. And, um, you know, there's a saying that couples that pray together, stay together, you know, type of thing. So it's a very important to pray together. We started doing that more often too. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's little books that you can buy, like the Love Dare Challenge or something, you know, these little things that you can read at nighttime to just takes five minutes, you know, to talk things out that will help sparking, spark the reconnection. If you don't know how to get going, going to marriage conferences is one utilizing a lot of times there's merch at these marriage conferences just to help. It's there to help marriages. People that do these marriages, marriage conferences care about the marriage. They're, they're not just doing it just to do it because they're going to be, you know, as rich and wealthy as Tony Robbins one day. It's because they actually want to help for God marriages. Mm. And they understand like the struggle. They understand the need for that, you know? So yeah, yeah, it is important. So like uh, this coming weekend at our event, one of the points that Christy's actually going to talk about is about um, the hierarchy of the family, right? God's hierarchy of family. And in doing that, you know, you have to be very purposeful in your relationship. You have to be spot on knowing that, you know, your marriage, you know, is one of the most top priorities in your life. And we really put that way down at the bottom. It's easy to put our work above that because we can come up with a thousand reasons why paying the bills is so important without a house. You know, I wouldn't be able to have a place to live. You know, we were real easy to make all these excuses and the kids and all this stuff. But in all reality, God says, you know, if you live your life the way that I'm telling you to live it, you'll find it to be the most fruitful for you. You'll have find the most peace. You'll, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see how, it, you know, families are really designed to be if you follow what I say. So put me first, which is God. And then put your spouse next, you know, so really focusing on your marriage, couple conferences, like Christy saying, the merch that they have at these, you know, these books and stuff, the love dare, focusing on this stuff in your marriage will pay off in spades in your personal relationships. Your families will become stronger and better. Your own relationships, uh, even in your walk with Christ will come stronger. Yeah. And I do want to back up a little bit and talk about, um, that. So, you know, if you are working and you find yourself, I can easily slip into being a workaholic, like easily and get consumed by it. And my thoughts don't stop thinking about it. And I'm thinking about how I can fix this and this and this and this and this and do all these things. And okay, I'm, this is another great idea. I want to try this and do this. And if you're putting God at the center of your life, he will slow you down and help you. That's why God has to be first in everything Mm. because he's the only one that can help us balance this crazy thing we call life. And I find that when we start getting all out of whack and all out of sequence with all of these things, it's because we're trying to do everything on our own without him in it at all. Like I can handle, and and it's natural for us. Like if you're, you're used to working and used to doing all these things, you just do it right. You're just going with the flow, yeah. but then something's out of balance because of that. Your marriage is out of balance. Your parenting is out of balance. And technically your work is out of balance too. Cause you're probably burning yourself that you're making rash decisions and being reactive. So God has to be at the center of everything. And then your marriage, that's why the hierarchy is so important because the marriage is the next thing after God. It's not your job. It's not your kids. It's the marriage, but God has to come first. Amen. 
So we want to encourage you that if you haven't yet, come on out, come hang out with us. It's cheap. It's not going to cost. It's basically the it's price. It's inexpensive. It's inexpensive. Is that you like that word better? Yes. Okay. It's inexpensive. Okay. There's a lot of value. You're actually going to leave with merchandise, free stuff we're giving away. Uh, we're we're going to have one big free giveaway at the end of the conference that actually is worth something. You know, we want to make sure that we have an opportunity to make it worth your time. And I'm telling you right now, just coming and seeing Jay and Laura LaFoon, you're not going to be sorry. You're going to be absolutely okay. elated that you came and uh, you're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to have laughs. We're going to feed you well. Uh, you're going to have lots to do, lots, lots of, of notes, and lots of fun. So if you haven't signed up yet and you want to sign up, perfectlyblendedevent.com, you can sign up now. Grab your seat today. 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 All right, so that's all we got. And so we're going to come back next Tuesday after the event, and we're going to share how it all went. Yeah, and a lot of our friends and loved ones are going to be there helping and volunteering. So it's just going to be a great, fun loving time and you can see all the awesome people wearing the new shirts that we got so we want to thank everybody for being here awesome time and hopefully we'll get to see you this saturday yeah have a great night bye